Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Truth Factor with Melissa Rogers. I absolutely had to come on today. It's been a week. The past couple of days have been very interesting. I've realized that we're in a season where many of us are dealing with our mindset and the battle of the mind. And I'm learning that we don't have to give in to what's happening in our minds. We choose to do it a lot of times. And I remember something my husband actually told me, and it really shifted my thinking was, you know, a lot of times we naturally think the worst, we think negative, and that all goes, you know, back to with your flesh and your spirit. Our natural human nature is always going to think, feel, believe everything opposite to what God has said. And that's because that's our sinful nature. That's why we need the spirit of God to help us to to combat that war that we're constantly against every day. It's not something that you wake up and it just disappears. It's a constant battle between your flesh and your spirit. At no point is there like one side just your flesh just gives up and says, you know, I'm going to take a break. If you are not careful of what you are putting into your system, what you're watching, what you're listening to, the the conversations you're entertaining, the people you're listening to and all these other things, it does affect you on a day-to-day basis. Because if you fill yourself up with what God has said, his promises, his word, the truth, it strengthens you and gives you the stamina and the endurance to really push through whatever it is that you may be dealing with mentally. And It's interesting. I actually had to do a teaching on this recently. And one of the things that I learned is that sometimes we want God to just come down and do everything for us. And that's not how it works all the time. There are times where he just shows up and he does what he has to do. But there are certain things that we're required on our part to do as well to maintain ourselves. And one of the scriptures that I had ended up going into was in Philippians 4. And this is Paul again teaching And it was interesting from verse, I'm going to go from six to nine. I'm going to keep this one as short as I can. He said, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. And one of the things that I've learned with that is that we spend so much time worrying about everything. It's like from the time you wake up, if you really think about it, from the time you wake up in the morning, sometimes we worry before the day has really started. We anticipate, we're thinking about all we have to do and the time and, oh my God, do I have enough time? Am I going to be this? Am I going to be able to finish this? Am I going to be late? Am I going to get this done? All these other things, we, we just start worrying automatically. And this is why he said to pray, because when you start to pray about things, you're committing it into the hands of God. And what I'm realizing is happening is that we're in a season where we're starting to realize if we really trust God or not. We say scripture verses and from Proverbs like trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not onto thine own understanding in all thy ways, acknowledge him and he will direct my path. But if you really are trusting in him. With all your heart and you're leaning not to your own understanding because a lot of times what's presented in front of you, you do not understand. You don't see no way out. But when you trust in him, not in yourself, because you definitely can't get you out of whatever it is you're dealing with right now. But God can. That's why he's God. 
And this is why he told us to pray about, tell him what you need and thank him. And I've learned that from when you really sit back and instead of looking at all the negative in your life, you look at the positive and you really begin to thank God for all of the things he's brought you through, all of the ways he's made when you didn't see no way and he made a way for you. When you start to thank him, you realize how much he's done and how capable he is of keeping you. I mean, if he's kept you this long in your life, then what makes you think that he can't handle you or take care of you and carry you the rest of the way? And as you begin to thank God, it really does start to build your confidence again in him to really fall back and be like, you know what? Even though what I'm seeing is absolutely insane. Even though I don't understand, my mind can't comprehend what's happening in front of me because you're God. And because I've seen all that you've done for me and I know who you are, I know that you're sovereign. I know that everything belongs to you. I don't have to worry no more. He said, then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. Once again, the mind, his peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. We need the peace of God to guard our hearts and minds. Because in this world that we're living in, the things that we see, the situations that we're faced with, if you don't have his peace guarding your heart and your mind, you're just going to be frantic all the time, anxious, nervous, a wreck, just emotionally up and down and up and down. And the only thing, the only person that could really stop that is, is God. It's, it's his peace. You know what I'm saying? And Paul, it's like when you really think about the things, he taught things so practically because when you actually apply these things, you do feel a change. A lot of times people don't understand the word and they look at it as, oh, you know, it's so complicated. It's so this, if you really break it down and you look at what he's telling you to do, you can't judge something unless you've tried it. If you've never tried it, then you can't say it didn't work. You just never did it. If you actually put these things into practice, I've seen it like, you know, before I would say it, I would read it and it's like, yeah, I believe, but I wasn't doing it. I was waking up every day and it's like, as soon as I opened my eyes, if something was off, it's like that just took the rest of my day down. And I've learned you don't have to do that. Yeah, thoughts come to your mind. They're always going to come, but you don't have to hold on to them. And it's funny because I just saw a post this morning from, from, from Fertig, and that's what he was saying. The thoughts come, but you don't have, you have the control over that. You have the capability to be like, not today. I'm not even, we're not going there. You know, God, I'm going to commit this into your hands. However it works out, it works out. And I'm going to keep it moving on to the things that I do have control to be able to handle in the moment. And I have seen my days go by faster and, and I've been getting more done, accomplishing more than I was before, even with the kids and stuff like that, just from taking that time. And my husband had told me that he said, it's not saying that you're not going through stuff or you're not going to go through things, but the time you take mentally draining yourself, thinking about all the wrong that has already happened you're losing more time instead of finding solutions to the problem. And that's what I started to apply. And then he said in verse eight, and now dear brothers and sisters, one final thing, fix your thoughts. You got to fix it. He didn't say God is going to come down and fix it. You got to fix your thoughts right now in this moment. What are you thinking about? If it's negative, 
If it's derogatory, if it's tearing you down, if it's discouraging you, fix it. You have the capability to fix it. You can put certain things into practice, whether you got to put on a song, a worship song, a praise song, whether you got to listen to the word and play it until it takes root, whatever you have to do, whether you got to look in the mirror and talk to yourself and say, not today, fix your thoughts on what is true. What is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. These are things that would not keep you in a funk. When you fix your thoughts on these things, it really lightens up the mood. It makes you feel better. It takes your focus off of everything that may be going around you that's chaotic. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you learned and received from me. Everything you heard from me and saw me doing, then the God of peace will be with you. And that's one of the things I liked about Paul. He did these things and he knew that it worked because it worked for him. So he had confidence in what he was saying at this time. That's why he said, keep putting it into practice. You cannot just wake up today and try it. And then tomorrow or two days later, you go right back to where you were before because you will slip up very easily. I have seen that anytime I'm in a good headspace and I'm putting these things into practice, I'm good. Let me slack off for one day and I guarantee you the next day, as soon as things happen, my temper is more short. I'm, I'm more frantic. I'm anxious. I'm panicking. I'm just all over the place. And then I'd have to rein myself back in. And I learned, Melissa, this is something you got to do consistently. You got to put this stuff into practice. You got to keep doing it. You have to fix your thoughts. You do have the capability to do that. And the more you build yourself up in God and the spirit of God, because remember, we talk about the Holy Spirit like if he's some random spirit. That's the spirit of God himself. The same spirit that rose Christ from the dead, that brought Lazarus back from the dead, that, that everything that you see, the manifestation of it, that's the spirit of God. And we carry that. Once you give your heart to Christ, you have access to the spirit of God. And he has the capability of helping you with these things. When you allow him to dominate your life, and it's not even being religious, just a regular relationship where you're talking to him all the time. Because if you're talking with him and walking with him and you have a consistent relationship, it's going to grow. That's what happens in the natural. When you meet somebody, you don't develop a relationship with them talking to them once a week or seeing them once a month. The more time you spend with them, the more you learn about them and, and you start to, to, to get this love out of that relationship and you begin to trust them more. The more you get to, you know, it's, it's the same thing with God and, and he's capable of handling every circumstance. That's why he said, don't worry about anything. It doesn't matter what it is that you're facing with. I don't care if it's the kids, the bills, your marriage, your friendships, your education, what it could be you. Don't worry about it. Pray and trust God who created you and knows everything about you to handle it. He, I, it's funny because today I was thinking about something 
even with um when you look at with Joseph with his brothers, imagine that during the famine, his brothers is coming because remember they needed help during the time of the famine. And one of the things that, that Joseph had said when, you know, after the whole thing that happened with him and his brothers, when he wanted to, you know, he literally made them try to make them feel what, what he felt, you know, when, what, when they threw him in the pet and stuff like that. So, you know, that's a whole nother story for itself. But one of the things he said when he finally broke was he said, it wasn't you. It was God who sent me ahead of you. So they could have been worried about the famine. God had already sent the answer ahead of them years ago. He positioned Joseph in place to meet their need at this particular time. And so many times we're worrying about the seasons of life we're in, where God has already gone ahead of us and taken care of the problem. There's already a solution. You may not see it, but he already knows it. And the time we take worrying about these things, it's time that we're losing when we could actually be invested into what he has put inside of us and building and growing and developing. We take all of this time to worry and to trust about things that he is already in control of. I have seen so many circumstances that used to stress me. I used to think about it and just be like, oh my God, how is this going to work out? And what am I going to do? And, and when I see how it played out, I'm like, Melissa, that don't make no sense. You done wasted all of this time, unnecessarily wasting time, stressing about something that he already had handled. And you didn't see how it was going to work out, but he already saw it. So why not trust him? I dare somebody today to fix your thoughts, to really fix your thoughts on what is true, what is honorable, what is admirable. Change your, your thinking process. You can do it. And the Holy Spirit will help you because he's on the inside of you. So he's going to validate what God has already spoken. He knows what's coming. A lot of times he has prepared me in my days where my routine got just turned upside down, but I just kept moving. He's like, do this then, do this then. And I would just do this and do that. And then I'm like, why am I doing this now? And then later on, I'm like, oh snap, it's a good thing I did it because I would have never had the time to do it now. And I've seen how it played out. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not unto your own understanding. We don't understand, we never will. And the only person that would is, is God. And that's why it's important to tap into his spirit, because guess what? His spirit will help you to understand your natural thinking could never comprehend God and what he's going to do. But his spirit is quite capable of doing that. And we got to learn to trust him. We got to stop worrying about these situations that he's already gone ahead of us or position somebody and handle the situation that we're taking all of this time to worry about. Change your thought process. Fix your thoughts on the right things. Do what you have to do. Put it into practice. We got to stop being lazy and wanting God to just come down and do everything for us. There are things on our part that we are required to do. It's a working relationship. It's not just let me sit back and be lazy and God is going to do everything for me. No, there's work on our part. And if we do it, we will see the fruits of that. We will see the fruit of the spirit of God manifest in our lives where we could have joy and peace and love and patience and kindness and gentleness and self-control. We can attain that type of life, but we got to put it into practice. We have to do the work. 
that's all I have for you today. I pray that you really, whatever it is that you're dealing with right now, just fix your thoughts, even in this moment. And ask God, talk to God, pray about it. Stop worrying about it, leave it, and he got it under control. Trust me, I could put my life on that. Take time and speak with him, spend time with him, pray, do what you have to do, but you do have the capability to change the current mood that you're in right now. You don't have to stay where you are. Don't allow the enemy to think, make you think that this is how it's always going to be. God has better for you. He has a better plan. He has a purpose for your life. He had before you were even formed. He knew you and he created you with purpose. And that purpose will come into fruition if you trust him with your life. Have a nice day. Be blessed. Until next time.